Hello to all you dirty heathens out there in the wasteland. This is Hyperborean Radio Uncensored, and if you didn't know that, there's something wrong with you. Um, actually, I want to remind everybody, we are sponsor-free. We get absolutely no ad revenue, so we could use your help in boosting our uh, listenership, I guess, and our, our equipment so that we can do better recordings for you. And on that note, I would like to thank um, uh, McThunder for the new mic that we got. Um, I can't remember the guy on, on, um, Cam. Ah, yes. Cam, Cam from our GoFundMe. He's, he's helped out a little bit too, which has allowed us to get the pop mic. Cause we've had the mic actually for a couple weeks. You guys heard that one horrible one where it's all echoey. Um, thanks to, uh, Cam, we managed to get the extra boom arm and, the pop filters that we needed. There's programs that we could run that which would also increase uh, the quality of the show. And then there's also um, Tony, I believe his name is, uh, who uh, donates to us directly or supports us directly on Anchor.fm. So yeah, you guys can help us out in those ways through the the uh, GoFundMe or through Anchor directly. So yeah. Um, Thanks. Thanks, guys. We really do appreciate it. We are fully listener-sponsored at this point. So, anyways, uh, we're, we're sitting here. I'm Celtic God. With me is the Lord Keeper. And how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. And uh, today we're going to be talking about chimeras. And uh, the sort of thing that came up about this is we were talking about some of the um, Amera Blacks we know. And we had noticed... That, okay, everyone thinks you mix two races together and you get, like, some mildly coherent, like, in-between. And you don't. You, you don't at all. You actually get, like, this weird Frankenstein of, like, different bits. Mm-hmm. Actually, and if you're one of these people, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, it's a form of child abuse. <clears throat> yeah, it, it's a shame. Um, and it's not your fault, but it's just the way that it is. And, like, uh, you end up with... An African person with a German skull, which looks weird. Um, a person with vellus hair, hair and, and or arm hair on one arm, but not on the other. And this is actually a scientific term. And there's many animals, actually, that's like this. And they're referred to not as mixed breeds. They're not referred to as mongrel, mongrels, although that is funny. Um, they're referred to as chimeras. And it really is a scientific... Um, um, description and what it is it's taking two different species and putting them together to create a third species which quite often is actually damaged in one way or another there's generally something wrong with it precisely and that's the thing that we're trying to get at here is everyone keeps trying to talk about race mixing everyone's trying to talk about how you know this or that it's not that simple it's not that you have just a different color and that's all. Why are you right? So... Like we was all taught in school. Well, we're all exactly the same. It's just the differences are only skin deep. But we all know that's that's not true. It's not the case at all. And on top of that, it's um these different races. I mean, you can see it in the bone structure. Mm-hmm. Like it's most pronounced with the Aboriginal Australians, where the skull doesn't even look human. Mm-hmm. But. 
the reason that this is important to bring up is because it's language. We've brought it up before that how language is used and how the words mean are important. When you say something like mutt, a mutt is a mix of two different groups within the same species because a Doberman and a Rottweiler are both dogs. Mm-hmm. They're both the species dog. You mix them, you get neither a Doberman nor a Rottweiler, but you still have a dog. And it might actually be a pretty good dog. Mm-hmm. But those specific traits are not as obvious. And actually, with the dogs, you can actually get to the point where it's severe enough. Like, you've seen, like, when a, a dachshund tries to have a baby with a uh, Rottweiler, it doesn't work too well. Yes, and a beagle with a Rottweiler. Weird. Just weird. Shouldn't happen. But neither neither should the chimeras. And there is a very slight difference. So it is a little bit more than just um, uh, semantics, than a semantic argument. But and in the case of uh, chimeras, there, it's okay. It can be between similar species, so similar shaped species. But it can also include completely different species. Like, and it's a science experiment. And has anybody noticed through all of our nations, all of them, even in some of the third world nations, the grand experiment? Has anybody ever wondered what this grand experiment is? Most people that I've met have never actually questioned what are these experiments that they keep talking about? So, okay, in America, you might think, well, they're trying to get all the, the races to live in the same country and to get along, and it's culture over over race, right? Or over species from, from our, our perspective. But then why are they saying the same thing in Haiti and Venezuela and Japan and China? They talk about the great or the grand experiment. And basically homogenous even... Um, uh, countries, why are they still using the exact same terminology in these countries? What exactly is the grand experiment? And they will even give us a timeline. Approximately the last hundred years. Guess how long they've actually been actively pushing us together? Approximately a hundred years. Nobody's questioned this. Nobody's noticed. Well, and we've brought it up before is our people, and not just our people, but a lot of the races across the planet, it's like they're trying to domesticate us. Because, like, a lot of our young men, uh, they're at the point where they're pretty much like the Chihuahua version of us. Mm-hmm. Like, we were at a uh, grocery store a few days ago, and we were talking to an older employee there, a uh, guy who looked like an actual man. And we, you made, we were looking for pickled eggs, and you made, like, the comment, oh, they put hair on your chest. And the younger effeminate looking white male that was with the older one said oh i don't want that yeah oh i don't want hair on my chest icky what the fuck i i'm so happy to be on the podcast because i don't have to edit myself on basically anything but it's so freeing to be on the podcast they're all freaking chihuahuas though and they 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 snap just like them because they're scared yes all the time they are you can see it in their eyes the terror in their eyes but with the, the chimeras, you can look it up, too. There, there's been experiments with them, including with humans. So human-animal hybrids. 
But there's also monkey-to-monkey chimeras. There are rat-to-mouse chimeras. The rat and the mouse, they're pretty similar. But yet we're willing to accept that these are different species. Why are we not willing to accept that the different kinds of human are different species? Well, and here's the thing is, I'll use an example that people know about. Polar bears and brown bears. Mm -hmm. And they can even interbreed. You have, uh, I forget what it's called. And make viable offspring. And make viable offspring. Polar bears are substantially different. They're different in bone structure. They're different in how their fur and their skin color is constructed. Because even though they're white by fur, it's tr- it's their their fur is translucent. <laughs> and then on top of that, they have dark skin. It's an adaptation. It's they're like they're more equivalent to the Inuit than us, which yes. is why when you talk about Hyperborean European spirituality, whatever you want to call it, it's the brown bear and sometimes the black bear because like the mm-hmm. especially the North American black bear, which is effectively the same species which is as the brown bear, black slash brown bear. Because without even interbreeding, if you take a black bear and you put it where brown bears are, they thought that the the black bear because this has actually been done. They took black bears from Michigan, took them out west because the brown bear was getting endangered, so on and so forth. And they did it once, and they thought all the black bears died because they just stopped after like two years. They couldn't find any black bears out there. Where did they go? They must have died. So they took out more, and then they kept a closer eye on them. Over the course of just a few years, the adults changed from black bears into brown bears. They were smaller brown bears, to be be fair, but they were still classified as brown bears because their body shape changed. Even some of their skeletal structure changed. And uh, the cubs that they was having, mating with other black bears, because that was another part of the hypothesis, is maybe they're just getting bred out and then the adults are dying. No, 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 no. It's black bears were still mating with the black bears, and they were creating brown bears. How is that possible if they're not the same species? Now, if you take Hyperboreans and you throw them in Asia for a few hundred years, and only they only breed with other Hyperboreans, do they all of a sudden start looking like the Chinese or the Japanese or the Vietnamese? No, and this is actually provable because we've had people in those countries for that long. Well, notably, there's a rather famous group called the Ainu. And while they will try to claim that they were Asian... Yeah, on a quick Google search, that's what you're going to come up with, is that they're Asian. But if you're steadfast in your curiosity and you dig, you'll find out that they were white, and for a very long time they admitted... or Sorry, Hyperborean... And for a very long time, right up until just a few decades ago, they admitted that the true Ainu was a Hyperborean Hyperborean tribe, as just happened to be in Japan. And that there was interbreeding, which brought us to what what they now present as the true and pure uh, Ainu. Which don't look anything like each other. But you have to dig for it. It is there, because when I first told you about it, um, you didn't necessarily believe me because you did the quick Google search. What? These are all Asians. They're even saying that they're Asians. Then you started digging. And you're like, oh. Well, you find depictions of them as blonde. You find depictions of them. I mean, there's uh, colorized photos of them where they're blue-eyed with white skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's even a famous one where it's a really hairy guy. And, like, the blacks will use it to cry and claim he's black. What it is is he's, if you look at the nose specifically on the image, you can see the skin tone is actually very, very light. All that dark. is uh, his hair. It's his body hair. 
Yes. You know, like an Italian. Well, uncle. and you can see the strip of, of his skin, like down the spine and along the, the shoulder, uh, the shoulder scapula. Blades, where the where the robe would uh, uh, rub right. off the yeah. most. But, and that's the thing is with mutts, whether that's the the chimeras, modern, the chimeras, the, whether that's the modern Ainu, uh, the Middle Easterners, or the um, the mestizos and mulattoes in. Uh, latin america you can they don't look anything alike but even this you guys are crazy man like the only difference is is only skin deep bra like that's they taught me that in school and they taught me in that in church you're just you're racist no no we're not not in that sense i guess but actually even by definition really we're not um, we're just admitting that there's a difference between between the races, which is fabulous. Actually, it's great for the world and it's great for us individually as groups. But um, there's this whole thing about medicine is racist. I'm sure that you've heard that. You've heard medicine is racist. You you can talk at the same time. That's why we have two. Oh mics. yeah, uh, you medicine, uh, math, milk, dairy. Right, well, but with the medicine, which is my point. Well, see, r medicine is racist because they developed medicine for white people first. Okay, hold up. Back up. Let's back up one step. If the only differences between races is skin color, why is that a thing? It shouldn't even be possible to develop medicine for white people first. It should just simply be people. However, they're admitting there's a difference in our biology. Well, and on top of that, it's... Because I've actually gotten into arguments with like, you're just hating on people for their melanin content. I'm like, no. And then I list a bunch of different ways we differ. It's why I really despise when our people say, oh, we're the white people. Right, because I mention that on here all the time. I've had really interesting conversations with, uh, <coughs> sorry, with Polynesians, purebred South Americans. Um, sorry, South Americans. There's a lot of you guys that are not, you're, you're chimeras. Um, Africans, Japanese, uh, Northern Chinese, all purebloods and have really in-depth engaging conversations with all of these groups. If I was so, you don't like them just because of the melanin content. Why would I have even had these kind of conversations with these people? Why would I be comfortable enough to talk to them or them to me? Well, and anyone who tries to draw parallels there's a couple of things you need to understand about how the other races mythology is presented to us first of all we rewrite it because in many cases the way their stories are told is not similar enough to how hyperboreans tell stories mm -hmm. that we can even fully grasp it like i think the africans will talk about the story so it's not yeah, even the, really the way a story that they are standards because i've had a couple of them try telling me stories and the way that they tell stories is not like we tell stories uh, the way that they seem to tell stories, and actually this seems in common with a lot of, lot of non-Hyperboreans, rather than telling you the story, they tell you about the story. So it's like talking to somebody about the movie rather than actually watching the movie. That seems to be the way that they have a tendency to tell stories. Because I've even interrupted them. Well, that sounds like an interesting story, but tell me the story. And they're like, hold on, I am telling you the story. I'm like, what? I don't understand. And then we had to actually have a conversation about how stories are told. We just tell stories in a different way. Well, it's actually really funny when you start thinking of how the other races see us. Because, like, one of the – there's actual videos of this where uh, 
young black children who have never seen white people will run away in fear from white people because we look well, like Well, and even some monsters. of the adults in those villages, they kind of hang back, and you can see that they're scared, and they're, like, holding their child ready to run. Well, because they think that we're giant pink hairy monsters is how they refer to us. Pretty much. Well, and it's it's fascinating. Ghosts come out of the woods to eat them. Or uh, another one is the um, Asians. Like, Asian females have actually asked uh, white males— if our women have hairy chests just like we do because yeah, they're so funny. unused to that concept like you knew a japanese guy and he really wanted to grow a beard like really really yes. bad but he can't because the purebred japanese can't the the bearded japanese yeah, they, have ainu admixture uh, yeah it's not that they don't get facial hair it's it's just so thin it, it's basically we, we we would be it's it'd be the same thing that we'd compliment a 12 year old on being able to grow well and that's a. Uh, because you've met fucking nine-year-olds that have basically a beard. Yes, yes. That's a very specific family. I understand that is not common. But when a nine-year-old, you can pick him up by the hair growing out of his face, that is no longer kid peach fuzz. Yeah. I, that I, is a beard. I've joked that those are a family of dwarves. And they're, they're well, short. They're short, too, yeah. They're, they're short. The men and women both have beards. And this is a white group. And yes. they actually claim they've been here since before the— And here meaning— Specifically in Michigan, yes. since before the nation, before anybody else came back from their description, back from Europe. Well, and it's interesting because some people will claim that the Ainu are attached to some of the indigenous, quote-unquote, tribes over here. Or all the, the legends of white giants. And here's the thing that a lot of people don't seem to understand is, yes, we're ta saying that the Ainu and some of the groups that are classified as indigenous native americans are white here's the here's the catch-22 we're not arguing that they turned into another race we're arguing that they miscegenated out and then their stuff isn't usable anyway because there's freaking legends uh uh i think they might just be ripped off of europe because they definitely ripped off john of the bear mm -hmm. for uh and claimed it was a native american tale and i know that tale because it's one of my favorite stories from europe um <sighs> And it's from uh, the basically the Basque French Spanish region, which explains why some of the Indians had it, because fur traders and Spanish settlers. Um, but there's actually a legend of a red-haired girl who has children with a bear, and there's all these golden bears that spawn. Oh, you're reading a really interesting book about that too. But on the note of chimeras, sometimes they'll actually look like the purebreds. So it'll look like. And, uh, and on occasion, it's even the ones where it's completely different species that are mixed, not just species that are similar, but like, I don't know, a monkey and a sheep. And the sheep comes out, for instance. Uh, let's let's go with that. I don't know if they've done a monkey and sheep. I've got it up here, but I'm not looking at it. But I do know that they've done some severe chimeras. And sometimes they actually come out looking normal. They're not normal, and they don't behave normally. They don't, like the sheep, for instance, doesn't act like the other sheep. And so this is a sad fact. We have chimeras out there running around that look just like the purebreds. One of the ways to tell is the behavior patterns. How is it that they think? How is it that they respond? What is their psychology? Well, there's a reason we are um, instinctually disgusted by... Uh negrorific uh behavior mm -hmm. especially by our own it's almost like you you threw away your hyperborean card well it does actually explain some some of the insanity that's going on um 
I also blame cats, domestic cats. You take the chimeras and the domestic cat poison, it's uh, what, what's that? Toxoplasmosis. Yes. Um, and combine these two things, you end up with the insanity that we have right well, and now. There's too many people have cats. I mean, I know a lot of people out there like cats, but here's the thing is they're supposed to be neighborhood cats. We didn't really keep because I've had cats, but they all went outdoors. And I had one cat that didn't want to go outdoors, so it learned how to use the toilet. I've never had litter boxes for any cat that I know. And th that is such a weird freaking toxin for them to have. But to the chimeras, this is actually one of the reasons. Oh, I and, and if you're not sure, because the quick Google Google search on toxo toxoplasmosis. Thank you. Um, that is not the full description of what that uh, parasite does or bacteria I, I can't remember exactly which one it is but that is not the full description you have to actually start going into medical um journals about it but it lowers the fear the the fear ratio that people have or not just people but animals so like mice will get right up in a cat's face if it has this um <coughs> um risk the risk tolerance goes way up let, let, let's describe it that way because they will start doing things that they wouldn't normally do because the odds of damage to themselves is too high. So then under normal, normal circumstances, they won't do it. But when they have the toxoplasmosis, they will. Well, and just to tie this back into the chimeras as well. It's one of the reasons I really encourage our females to not wear makeup. I know some of you like it. I know some of you need it. <laughs> um, but... Here's a basic fact. It make it can make you look like the other races because the Asians, you can look up these videos, they will straight up wear basically a mask of makeup to make themselves look as non-Asian as possible. Mm -hmm. It's actually like body horror. It is the weirdest thing to see. It's like you have no idea what face you're getting without that makeup. Oh, yeah. They, they literally build it up. Yeah. Like jaw lines, noses, cheek lines, the whole nine yards. Building up a brow so that they can look more hyperborean. Yeah, because our women do have a little bit of a brow ridge. Uh, we've looked. It's cute, it, ladies. Don't worry. It's not that caveman brow. Well, yeah, and actually, like, uh, our females have vellus hair, and they'll actually, it'll get slightly longer on the sides of their Yeah, the, face. the, the sideburns. They know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, but they're not, they're, they're not, not actually sideburns. No, and they're not unattractive. They make your face look like they're glittering, mm -hmm. like a glimmer. Like a halo. Yeah, it, it's pretty. Uh, and honestly, I think our women look weird without that halo. Well, and it's also like uh, this more recent trend that a lot of females I've seen are doing, which is they'll put like uh, the cat eye or whatever thing where they basically make their eyes look Asian. Yeah, it's an attempt to make themselves look Asian, which uh, ladies stop doing that. Well, and then the makeup will actually cake down the vellus hair. Mm -hmm. So that's actually one of the dead giveaways is if you have vellus hair, you're probably white. Right. I well, mean, within yeah. reason, of course. But it's um, like you were bringing up that the black, uh, blackshin that we knew, uh, he had basically like a Celtic build, a black head, and then like really sparse uh, vellus hair. And you actually talked to him about it. It's literally on yeah, one he arm. Yeah, he found it other. weird because he, he grew arm hair just like I do, vellus hair on the bottom, arm hair on the top. His other arm, he showed me no vellus hair, no arm hair. Which is why and both hands were slightly different shaped. Yeah, it's literally like he has two different body parts from two different bodies. Yes. 
it, it's why we say it's a chimera. It's not a natural occurrence. Mm -hmm. Well, and there's all kinds of subtle differences. Like in general, at at a distance, all the races could pass for each other because we're the same shape. It's like bears get mistaken as humans, in particular as humans wearing hoodies. Um, kind of makes you wonder about some of the uh, old lore with uh, guys that always had the the, uh, the cloaks on. Were they actually wearing cloaks or were these bears walking around? Yeah, both, potentially. Um, maybe it was a bear wearing a cloak. Let's get super weird with it. <laughs> well, like the dog men. Yes. But it's actually, I know some of our guys get uncomfortable with this. Here, here's a couple things for you to know. First of all, yes, we are hairy. And hairy knuckles are normal. Yes. Well, uh, the other races, literally, some of them actually call us the hairy people. Mm -hmm. It's why I say, guys, don't get ashamed of your body hair. Don't get ashamed of your chest hair. And if you're worried about your beard not being very thick in your early 20s, it w doesn't grow in really until fully until your 30s. I'm lucky, like at my age, to have a beard as full as I do. That That's an enigma of genetics. Well, and I'd say it's also bad for all the races when we try to look like each other. Like it just... Uh, it, blows my mind when like black women they wear wigs or both the men and women will straighten our hair why or uh, when our guys because uh, there are actual white guys out there especially if they're part of either islam or like coptic christian and mm -hmm. they will actually dye their hair black and get like a tan so they look more like the middle easterners yeah well and it's most of the time they end up going with the fake tan the chemical tan well because it's healthier Yes, rubbing chemicals on your skin is healthier than I don't know, getting something naturally. Well, and it gets an it gives you an artificial color, so you can actually basically pick to look like a Dravidian by just getting the darker. Well, it's the it's the equivalent of them bleaching their skin, except for, um, well, no, from what I understand, the skin bleaching it does fade and the color the pigmentation will come back. So. Yeah, uh, basically the same thing, just well, in reverse. And with our people, we do get darker, but we bronze. I mean, you've yeah. actually had Ameriblacks talk about that as well. Oh, yeah, where they were shocked to find out just how dark I was because they're like, I can see that you're a white guy. You look pale standing over there. However, when you're right next to me, you're darker than I am. It's just a different kind of dark. I'm yeah. like, yes. They, they said we're either white or golden. Yes. Or, yeah, white, white or, or bronze. Golden bronze. Yes, which is where the whole he's skin shined like the sun. It's not that you're very, very pale. It's that you're tan, like yes. Conan the Barbarian. He's often depicted, people are like, well, he's not white. Look at the dark skin. He's outside all the time yeah. wearing almost nothing. He right. has tanned skin. But, yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, the last place I was working at, the one black guy was so amazed by it, he kept bringing black people to me and saying, put your arm next to his. He's a white guy, right? Yeah, he looks pretty pale, right? And they'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're laughing and laughing. And then they put their arm next to mine. And then they're like, what? Because I'd be nearly as dark or up to a, a shade or two darker than them. And my skin is not brown. No, it's, it's, very, it's white people tan. And it's this whole thing with the chimeras. And it's really obvious because you get these weird, unnatural, like, gray tones. Mm-hmm. With the with some of the yeah, a lot chimeras. of them seem to turn. Uh, a lot of the chimeras chimeras seem to turn gray, and we're kind of developing the language as we go, so we keep kind of flipping back and forth. But what we're when we're trying to develop a language, it's not like somebody else who is trying to um, form a, a type of propaganda. We're actually trying to more accurately with language describe what's going on and using science as much as possible. 
Precisely. And it's one of the reasons because we are against newspeak. We're not trying to create propaganda here. We're trying to accurately describe stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, another example, people are very confused by the Polynesians because most of them are so mixed that they either look Asian or black or in some cases borderline white. Right. And in some of these cases, I understand people saying because I've actually had people and it was good people. They, I'll leave it at that. They was good people. They tried really hard. Um, but I, I had a couple of them get comfortable enough with me where they would have breakdowns. I don't know what I am. I'm not this and I'm not that. I'm actually neither. I'm not even part this and part that, though that's one way to describe it. I don't feel like either, and I, I don't actually fit, and I don't know where I am, and I don't think like either group. And I don't even think like other people that's like me where uh, they are half this and half that. And I'm alone, completely alone in the world. That is a horrible place to be. That's why I cannot bring myself to, to hate these people. Well, I don't hate them either. I feel bad for them. And I've actually got, uh, you've actually gotten uh, people who uh, are people who have ma race mixed mm -hmm. to cry. Not by insulting them. No, just but, by actually listening to them. Well, uh, if you don't mind, I can actually, like, the story of, like, uh, your uh, step-niece's oh, yeah, action go ahead. kid. Where he, she was talking shit about you over and over again, and then you pretty much said uh, that, well, you're, you're the one that had to basically tell him that he would never grow up to be a white man. And she literally broke down like her legs just gave out and she fell to the floor bawling because this little black boy who was part white, part black, this hybrid, he said that he wanted to grow up to be a great, strong white man like you and you had to break his heart. And it's things like that that really hammer home that this is not only not natural, it is unhealthy. And it is child abuse. And it's why we classify race mixing effectively as bestiality. I understand people get really uncomfortable with that, but it's simply a fact. You are creating people without spiritual or physical homes. You know, you, you mix a chimp and a bear, you don't get, you know, something reasonable or usable. Right, and... There's all kinds of issues with it, and I've I've talked to some, and okay, like the Ameriblack. Um, you go back a few decades, they a few being pre 1950s, they were actually starting to stabilize. They were starting to get a genetic pool. You can actually research it. They was beginning to get a genetic pool, or a stable genetic pool. So they was developing into a distinct race. And then along come the 1950s and the 1960s. The um, what were those movements? Um, uh, with Martin Luther King, you can just civil speak. rights. There, yeah, the civil rights movement, which then all this mixing started happening, which both sides prior frowned on. Well, now it starts getting pushed forward, and yes, it was still frowned on up into the 70s even, but then the 80s people started taking pride in it, and since then their genetic stock has just. It's not bottomed out. It's it's gone crazy. They are not stable at all anymore, except for the few pockets here and there where they've they've stayed with everybody involved has stayed within their own group. 
and they're the most stable genetically. The rest are just, they're chimeras. They're, they have to start all over again to achieve a racial um, um, stability. Well, there's even a famous uh, black Zendaya mm-hmm. who there's actually a meme out there where she describes how her head works. And she says, it's like I have way too many uh, tabs open. The com- half of them are frozen and no one knows where the music's coming from. That's how a lot of them think. Yeah. It's uh, like and I've had that same, same basic description. So the thing is, we're not hateful towards any of these groups. The, the Chinese guy I met, he was just he was he was cool. And this is the other cool thing is um, the ones that will actually approach me and start having honest conversations. This is actually what makes them approach me. They realize I don't hate them. I just don't give a fuck. I mean, I just, I don't care. They can live, they can die, they can do good. They can fall down and both their legs break. And I don't, I just don't care, which then sets them at ease enough that we can have honest conversations and quite often these honest honest conversations come with we can have a conversation we don't have to even like each other but what we do need is to be honest with each other and understand that under the right circumstances we would try to gut each other like fish and yeah. they're like yeah and then at that point we can we start having honest conversations now that does not mean i can have these kind of conversations with every chinese man every ameriblack because there's some people they're just so angry um, so defensive that they can't actually speak. Well, and there's a very big difference between the universalist faiths and the ethnic faiths. Yes. Because because most of the people I've talked to are pursuing an ethnic faith of some kind. Yes. Well, like the the black guy from Egypt that admitted, it's really obvious that it was white people here. You can see it on the art. Mm-hmm. And he was critical of all these black people claiming the Egyptians were black. Now, that doesn't mean I encourage you to go venerate Anubis. That wing of our people is gone. Yeah, that is, it is some, a, that is some deities that we can mourn, and don't mourn them all because they weren't all our gods. No. You, I, you can kind of see where, it, it, when you're studying Egyptology, and you basically ignore the opinions and just go with what they actually know, you can kind of see the shift. Precisely. And um, it, it's sad. It's just a sad thing. And it's like when people try to tell me about uh, Hinduism or Buddhism. I don't care. These are universalist faiths. Mm -hmm. Zoroastrianism, Scientology, Mormonism, Christianity. These aren't ours. And I'm not interested in them. Well, and universalism is, it's leading to a chimeric death because that's what happens in lore and folklore to the chimeras is they have a tendency to just die. Yes. I mean, there's an interesting little caveat with bears, but I think that's more of a mythic construct uh, because... Well, the, the bear thing is claiming that we're both exactly the same species, just different shaped. Oh, well, yeah, because a lot of the older lore actually describes bears as just basically... They're the same as white people. They're just the wild version. Yes. Which, uh, yeah, that's taken it a little bit far even for me. A little far either, even for me, but... Th- it's they, a good metaphor. It is, but... It's a very big difference between these things, and there's all these issues well, that spawn from the chimeras. My point with the whole um, the chimera thing is universalism, ultimately, if you investigate it, they claim that the ethnic faiths, they worship death, they are death cults. No, no, because I've talked to other ones. They Their death deities are rather hot, and I'm talking about other races. 
Um, their death deities rank rather high, but same approaches that we have. Life is the most important part. Death is a secondary. It's going to happen. However, with the universalist, um, um, it doesn't, well, religions, yes, but it doesn't have to be an established religion. We're talking about science. If it's approached from a universalistic per perspective, it leads to chimeras, which then leads to ultimately to death. Universalism is the actual death cult. Precisely. And here's the thing is you want to see how similar Buddhism is to Christianity. Compare legends of our saints with their, I think they're called like bodhisattvas or whatever, but they're basically yeah, Buddhist they're, saints. They're, they're many Buddhists. Yeah, it's the same stuff. Mm -hmm. It's the same way that the saints worked in Europe. It's the same strategy. Yeah. And on occasion, you can even say, see where they took their, um, their mini Buddha and a big hammer and just drove him into place because oh, yeah. they didn't even try. They didn't even try. It's, it's a whole thing, and it's, it's well, And the victories, the Buddhist monk victories – over the Shinto gods is just amazing. It's literally the same crap that, oh, that yeah, they tell. Like, in uh, and then he took his, his magic wand and he waved it and uh, the god of thunder ran away. Or uh, Buddha. He took Raijin and Fujin and he tamed these demons to work for Japan. Sort of like how our gods and our animal yeah. deities were tamed or converted in some instances right. by the might of the saints. And the thing is, there is a ethnic version an ethnic version of buddhism and they've been fighting the same fight that we're fighting right now for a very long time well technically there's an ethnic version of christianity it's a specific it, kind of jew yeah it's a specific kind of jew um same way with islam everybody has this mental image of what a muslim is they come from the middle east in particular the the tribal middle, middle easterners yeah yeah it's when they when they claim it's their ethnic faith i'm not even going to argue with them some of them it is. For some of them, yeah, it's at least based on their ethnic faith. Hinduism, there's there's ethnic versions of that, and they're fighting the same fight. Um, most of Hinduism is universalist. Most of um, Buddhism is universalist. Most of Christianity and Islam is universalist. Judaism, they, oddly, not so much. A little bit, but not so much. Um but they're trying to jam the universalism into the Hyperborean ethnic faith, and fuck them, I'm not going to let them do it. Well, not only that, even the Jews are starting to try and move towards polytheism because, like— uh, Yeah, they're starting to retract from that stance mono. that they've had for a very, very long time and starting to be more publicly um, polytheist. Uh, polytheist or henotheist or something, basically re-acknowledging, yeah, there's many gods, or and sometimes that they have many gods, like Samson was a Palestinian sun god. This is my rifle, this is my gun. Oh, wait, wrong subject. Yes, <laughs> um, but even something as simple as clothing, because the way our clothes are designed right now, it's two things. One is a cost-saving measure, but the other is it averages out the races because mm. – Especially for that's why clothes don't fit anybody the yeah, right way. Yeah, clothes don't fit anybody the right way. Well, like pants, for instance. Here's the thing: if you look at old clothing for Hyperboreans, our pants did not stop at the hip because it doesn't make any sense. And no, then, they came right up to the bottom of the ribs. Yeah, where there's actually a natural split in the fat. But yeah, actually, I've talked to tailors who's who's acknowledged they didn't realize what they're acknowledging, but they did notice. Uh, this tailor did notice that. When he is tailoring for an Asian, for instance, there's a distinct measurement difference, not just the size, but proportionately. 
there is a proportional difference between an Asian and a Hyperborean. There's a proportional difference between a um, an Ameriblack from an African from a Hyperborean. That these there's proportionally we're different. Well, and actually, I would like to while we're on the subject of language, p- posit that we should start calling the Asian Orientals again. Because yes. they actually prefer that because Asia is a massive continent. Well, what it is is because groups. they get lumped in with the Dravidians. And they don't like them. <laughs> and I think that we got some Dravidians here listening. I am too Asian. Yes, yes, you are. However, everybody knows that when we say Asians, we mean Orientals because we was told that we couldn't call them Orientals anymore. Um, and that the Dravidians are the discount Asians. I've had these conversations with Dravidians before and they admit they didn't like it and they got mad at me, but they're like, yes, you're right. When people say Asian, they don't mean Middle Eastern because Middle East is actually part of it too, I guess. Um, Or India. They mean China, Vietnam, Korea, Japan, Okinawa. Well, we don't mean the white Siberians either. Yeah, and we don't mean the white Siberians. Which is why Asian is such a bad term. And if we're trying to be more accurate with language, because you've even had some Asians argue they would rather be called Oriental. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you can even find them spurging out sometimes on YouTube, although they have a tendency to get canceled because they're not supposed to say that they're Oriental. Yeah. Well, but the clothing, it's something as simple as our pants subdivides our fat. It mm-hmm. makes no sense. If you actually look at it, our, the way our fat lays would actually be closer to how a bear's fat lays. Mm-hmm. Unless you are so obese. But there is no reason for And the- even then, then the, the fold isn't as high as it is now wearing the, the standard cut clothes. Um, if you run around with clothes that actually fit the way that they're supposed to, that fold actually happens lower on the hip. So if you get grossly obese, yeah, you're still going to get a fold, but it's going to be from lower down on the body. Well, and it won't subdivide because there's just this, like, if you've ever seen a super fat person where they have basically two bellies, because, like, right below the belt, they've developed this massive amount of fat. Mm -hmm. There is absolutely no conceivable reason for that to be there, Mm -hmm. if you actually think about it. Because, well, what about when we sit? Well, here's my question. Does the part... If you're fat, if uh, naturally the the fat well, even then where the 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 crease happens because of the pants, it's actually up above our waist. Where the crease would happen, if it was natural, would actually be a few inches lower because it would happen right at the top of our leg. Well, yeah, it's it's a whole thing, and it's one of the reasons that I keep saying stuff like clothing, diet. Well, because they'll try to say like the the Ameriblacks invented barbecue. They don't even like pork. They can't eat it very well. It right. makes them I mean, sick. they try, but they get sick. I've talked to a lot of them that are like, I grew up eating pork. I thought that pork was good for us, so on and so forth. And then I found this study, and it said pork isn't good for us. And I tried it because I was getting desperate because I was sick all the time. And then I feel better. Yeah. And it's more than one. It's more than two. It's like. Well, it's like a lot of them, the, the troglodyte Mesoamericans, the, the tiny ones, the mm-hmm. ones that are actually native. Well, it's like chicken with us. Yeah. Um, and yes, I know that you might like chicken and you're like, I don't get sick from chicken. And then every time that you eat chicken, you're like, oh, my tummy hurts. It's because we're not supposed to freaking eat it that mo- well, that mo- well that often. Well, in the Mesoamericans, they didn't have cheese before we showed up. Uh, they didn't really eat most forms of meat. I think they had mm-hmm. turkeys and they actually ate bugs and I, they like it. I have met like uh, troglodyte style Mesoamericans that I've worked mm-hmm. with. 
they'll bring like how we would bring like checks. I've mix. even got some of them start calling themselves troglodytes because they was speaking English and they're like, well, it's an English word. And they looked it up and they're like, well, I guess when you compare us to like white people or to these people or that people, yeah, we're short. We're kind of twisted of the limb and the, the darker skin. And they're like, yeah, it fits. So they start calling themselves troglodytes. Yes. Well, and they like eating crickets because I've actually met some of them and they'll carry around like a bag mm -hmm. of treats. It's like a snack for them. They have fried crickets. But um, I guess what the Mesoamericans call themselves troglodytes, most people that's met midgets, if they've met more than one, um, which I've been extremely blessed, blessed by the gods, I've met several of them. And about half of them like to refer to themselves as dwarves. And then, because of my personality, because I'm actually intrigued and I don't treat them like they're lessers or sick or whatever, um, I, there's a, a few of them I met that was like, dwarf is insulting, blah, 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 and oh, I feel sorry. But then they start calling themselves dwarves and start like figuring out like shields for Halloween and figuring out how to actually dress as a dwarf and taking pride in growing a beard. Well, unless they as women. Oh, yeah. Well, except for that weird dwarf family. But yeah. that, it, this is going to be probably a series of subjects, but we wanted to talk about the Chimera specifically. Because, yeah, we're going to have to run this one yeah, here a bit yeah. short. So I'm going to just finish up my end and basically say, if you're a Chimera out there, I'm sorry that that happened to you. It shouldn't have. Mm -hmm. It is an unnatural but thing. But this is why. This is why we talk about it. This is why we say we have to stay within our own people. Well, and this is why you're probably sick or you have emotional problems. Or you or... have this or that problem. Is It's not supposed to. You might have like two different arms from two different races. It's it's sad, but it's the case. And it's mm -hmm. why all the races, we need to be with our own. The bear does not mix with the chimp. The monkey does not mix with the rat. We have to to be true to who we are we have to stop allowing ourselves to be defined by stuff that obviously doesn't make sense because the polar bear for instance the polar bear has different hair color different skin color different bone structure uh it even has a different kind of fat from the brown bear but it can still breed with it but it's clearly a different species completely mm -hmm. and the same is true with us we have a different hair coverage Hair texture, hair color, eye color, eye texture, skin texture. Well, and there's uh, even a name for that kind of bear. I can't remember what it's called, but they're known to be hyper aggressive. Yes. They're, Our, they're not right in the head, man. We even have a different kind of fat because the way we develop fat and the kinds we develop are different from the other races. We have our own spirituality. And it's actually something that bugs me when people try to mimic like the engine or the Dravidian, or the Asian, or the African animism, when ours is so obviously front and center, just look at the fairy tales, and then think. Don't allow ourselves to become chimeras, in some cases, before we before there's a physical difference. Mm -hmm. Simply the mental shifting of trying to force us all to think the same. Don't let the grand experiment make you a chimera when you're not. Be true to yourself. Be hyperborean. Be strong. The lore keeper out. All right, and I'm going to keep it really short and sweet. Um, yeah, consider actually donating to us so that we can um, increase the quality of our show and maybe get a little bit more time to be able to do these so we can do more of them and and um, of the full length, which would be awesome. 
So consider donating and help us, helping us out, get a, help us getting on our feet. We're going to have some books coming out real quick. And other than that, man, don't keep your mouth shut. Don't keep your head down. Do keep your powder dry because the shit's about to get real.